I'm going to get like very, very deep and give you like some very, very honest feedback and it's going to maybe make your brain explode. Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to SOS, a live call-in help show with me, your host, Sonia Rasula, founder of Unique Markets. Each week, I answer some of the most pressing questions from entrepreneurs, small business owners, and creatives. So get ready for real talk and tangible advice as I answer questions from business owners around the world. Plus, this season, you can watch each episode on YouTube, where you'll be able to see me break down guests' websites, branding, social media, and more. And it's all live. Hashtag awkward. The reason this podcast exists is because the fact is most businesses will not make it to five years. I've had multiple businesses for over a decade now, and I really want to make sure that you have long-term success. I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made. So tune in weekly as I help business owners face their sh**. Maria Varela's business, My Layover Box, is just starting out. In fact, she started the company in March of 2020, y'all, right before COVID hit. Not great timing for a business that is all about the joy of traveling. But pandemic or not, the business has dismal sales of about $1,000. I'm not going to beat around the bush on this one. With those sales numbers after nine months, she basically barely has a business. Listen as I help her learn how to broaden her customer base, change her business model, which is tough to hear, but is needed, and essentially lay a new foundation for her company. Welcome, Maria. I'm so excited to have you on SOS. I love your backdrop. So cute, hashtag my layover, which is your brand. So very smart to do that. So I'm super excited to talk with you today. I would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience, name, name of your business, and what is it that you do? Sure. Hi, I'm Maria Varela. I'm from Chile originally. I moved to the state 10 years ago, and I'm a solo traveler. I love traveling. Layover Box was born after my solo travel to Hawaii, which I empowered myself to get out of my comfort zone, to love myself, you know, like just experience out there without somebody else, like just to be comfortable mm-hmm. with who you are. And it was very powerful. I did surfing and so many things that I would never imagine I did. And I loved it. So I founded my Layover Box uh, 2019 with the purpose of getting females to travel more like it's always this stigma like it's dangerous or not safe or like how we do it we always waiting for that friend to go with us Mm -hmm. we don't need to wait for anybody just like do it right just get out of the comfort zone and like travel so i found the matter your box based like a gift box that you can like buy for yourself and like get pampered and excited so i want you to leave the moment before you get there like you are going places whenever you book a trip even if it's like six months or a year, you're always excited, right? You're always excited. You're going to get to their place. So we want to empower females to go. We just provide like experience in these boxes so they can just go explore. And at the end of the trip, remember and embrace 
that trip with the goodies we have in the box, right? It's not necessarily travel, but it could be a mug, it could be a toad, whatever is curated for the place you're going. Mm-hmm. Okay. So very, very interesting business. I really love the story behind it. I love your passion. Clearly, you're very passionate about this. And I think that this subject is a really good one of, yeah, it's true. A lot of women, including myself, like put off trips to be like, well, I really want to go there, but I'll wait until, you know, a group of friends can go with me or my husband or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whatever it is. There's like this fear around solo traveling. I don't even know if it's a fear. It's just like, nah, I'll just wait. So I think this is amazing. I love this. What I want to do is dig into the business aspect a little bit more. So, you know, 2020 is when really you launched the business and, you know, you joined hundreds of thousands of other people who had not knowing what was coming. Like they maybe had already quit their job, started the business, uh, you know, found the perfect place on a street and rented it, you know, at the end of 2019 or the very beginning of 2020, not knowing what was coming. So your business is based on travel, (laughs) which obviously had to pause. And so it's an interesting time to have started a business. And it's also an interesting time to have started a business that isn't travel itself, but is revolved around travel. So how did that go for you? You know, I mean, like the sales weren't fantastic. I'd love, you know, for everyone listening right now, last year, 2020, you sold around $1,000 worth. What have you put into the business? So like you say, 2020 was pretty odd, especially for the travel business, even though I'm not telling people where to go, but it's travel related, right? So Mm -hmm. 2020 hit, I launched a day before the pandemic and the lockdown. And I was like, oh, "Oh, shoot, like now what, (laughs) right? I was not so scared because a lot of people had like quit their job, but I mm-hmm. still have my nine to five. Like I still like have my current job. Okay, great. So I guess that was not so scary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like uh, I hustle, right? So I tried to find a way to pivot. Then for the 2020, um, we launched the wellness box because we couldn't go anywhere. So it's like a staycation box, right? Like yeah. where you just relax stay home, but eventually we will go back traveling. So I have the products, the boxes, right? Mm-hmm. I designed the mug. Everything is security designed for me, right? I try to pick specific things and like buy wholesales and okay, and try to keep it with a budget because I was not sure if I buy a hundred boxes, right? And this is not right. drop shipping. So I have to have it in my house. It's a yep. warehouse here. <laughs> so the number or like how do I do that it was very tricky because I'm bootstrapping. So I invested around like two or $3,000 worth of merch, website design, printing, like, and I decided to go for like a hundred boxes for this, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Which we have sold like 15 or so, right? Yeah. So I have a hundred of the merch and then we pivot. So I'm trying to use some of that merch to go to the wellness box. Yeah. So I can start getting some sales, right? But everything is bootstrapping all from my pocket, which is hard to make decisions sometimes. You know, like, should mm-hmm. I buy more? Should I launch another <laughs> one? And it's just, I just need to trust myself in that minute, right? And I wanted to ask you, like, when do you know when you keep investing? 
you know like that's a question that I want like how do I know if it's working yeah I mean that's a great question and one that I think a lot of a lot of people who like because officially this is a side hustle it's a part-time business this isn't your main source of income I'm sure you would like it to be your main source of income but currently you're able to make a living doing something else. So you're not having to worry about this actually paying the bills. All right. So that question is interesting because it usually does come from people who aren't in it 100%. Because if you, if this was your only source of income, you would be fighting for those sales because you would that's how you'd be able to eat and keep a roof over your head. So when it's a part-time business or a side hustle, the beauty in that is that then it becomes passive income and it becomes like supplemented income, which is it's like a bonus. Every time someone purchases something from your store, you're just like doing a happy dance because you have a full-time job and like security, which is really important to talk about that a lot of small business owners, this is not their full-time gig. Everything that you'll make with this company is going to be extra income for you to like save for retirement or what save for a house. You know, this is supplemental income. The problem is you're not making any money. You're currently negative, right? So I know just like you because of care package and the boxes, like once you purchase items, you are now out, right? You have money sitting on shelves or in a parking garage or in the corner of your bedroom. You have boxes filled with stuff. The cash is already out of your bank account and it's just sitting there because you're not selling it. And this is the tough thing for business owners to understand is cash flow is super important. Again, this isn't your full-time thing, so you don't have to worry so much about that. But as a business person, you are currently, you know, negative and you want to change that so that you're in the positive. I think there is something that I that we are going to talk about here and it makes me a little bit nervous because I'm going to get like very, very deep and give you like some very, very honest feedback and it's going to maybe make your brain explode, but it's all good because this is how you get to the next level and this is how you innovate and keep going. So before I break some news to you... <laughs> I will share a story. (laughs) So the story that I'm going to share with you is no one really remembers the beginning. People don't even really remember the middle. Most people remember the now and the present. And I say that because right now, if people Googled Sonia Rasula, they would see that I owned a company called Unique Markets. It's been around since 2008 yada, yada, yada. It's very successful. What they don't know is that Unique Markets is the fourth name of the company. In the 12 years, we have rebranded four times. (laughs) So that's insane. Like if you read books on branding or starting a business, they'd be like, don't do that, right? Like 
every time I had to buy a new URL, every time I had to get the lawyers to then change all the, it's a huge pain in the butt. But most people don't know that we were named other things. Started as Unique Los Angeles, because I only did the markets in Unique Los Angeles. I thought that sounded too long. So then I changed it to Unique LA. (laughs) Then we started doing markets across the country. Well, we can no longer be named Unique LA if we're in Minneapolis and Texas. So then we changed it to State of Unique. Now, I have no idea why (laughs) we did that, but I think it's because Unique Markets, which is what I wanted to do, was taken. So we were like, well, what URL can, you know, finally I let go and I bought Unique Markets, the URL for money. I didn't want to buy it. It like every time the person was like, I want this much money for it. I was kind of like, F you, you know? So I didn't do it for two years. And then now finally, here we are, Unique Markets, because I finally was like, this is stupid. Just be the brand name that you want to be. I tell you that story to say... (laughs) You have to tweak things as you go because if something is not working, you have to tweak it or you just fail, right? Mm -hmm. So the boxes, (laughs) while I love the passion and the reasoning behind the boxes, I think the proof of concept has already been proven to not necessarily work because even though travel was pretty much paused, the fact that you were only able to sell about $1,000 worth, like you haven't even made back your investment yet, Mm -hmm. that says something to me. But it's okay because you have good ideas and the passion and also the power, like you are a designer. So like most people would be like, I don't know how to do this and they'd have to hire a designer. You know, you actually have all the skills to change overnight and tweak things, which let me tell you, I don't know how many episodes you've listened to of this podcast, but most of the people that I talk to have great business ideas, but they do not know how to design or update a website. Like they literally don't even know how to update their website. You can update tomorrow, which is the good news. So here is what I want to ask. When you came up with this idea, like in your mind, The customer is going to come to your website and purchase this box. And what is it that's going to get them to purchase the box? Also, to everyone listening, the website is mylayoverbox.com. So if you want to follow along, that's how you'll be able to follow along. So currently you have a Washington, D.C. box. I love Washington. That's where you live. It's amazing. Also very, very cold in the winter. So you have a Washington, D.C. box. Who is your customer for this box, and why are they buying it? If you can tell me in just a few sentences. These are all assumptions, probably. When you go to a place you want to know or you don't have time to discover it. Like, it happens from personal experience. Mm-hmm. I'm always Pinterest. I'm like, where do I go? What do I do? Yeah. I want to provide that content in a box with some goodies, like some, like, things for yourself, like pamper yourself before mm-hmm. you go to a place. So eventually I want to have partnerships with local mom and pops, pops mm-hmm. in DC, Hawaii or whatever I go. So I'm providing content for whoever is people busy finding places to go, Love the it. Instagrammable mural, the Instagram, you know, like 
Yeah. I want to provide that content in the box. Okay. If that makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. I'm going to throw a couple things at you and this is where this is where I, you know, I keep it real. Here's what my gut instinct and when I analyzed, you know, everything that you were doing in terms of the business model. Like here's where I think this is going to be a tough sell to your average consumer. You are lucky cuz you already know that this is like women who are traveling, which I think is great. I will say when you narrow the field to just be women who are traveling, you are obviously cutting down the market a lot. The thing is, I understand why you're so passionate about that because you being a single woman who is able to travel by yourself, that's why you, that's what planted the seed for this company. It was like, I want to enable and empower more women to do this. So I want you to keep doing that because that is a a great focused market. But I will be honest, and there are books like, you know, that will say, choose one type of person and just find those people, find your tribe and just push, push, push. I believe though, we are entering into an era where generation, like the new generations that are coming up, and I should say the shoppers, right? The people who are probably going to connect with you most, the people who are traveling, they see some of the demographic information that older people and more old-fashioned people like me or like not necessarily me because I actually think I'm very forward-thinking, but they don't see things in terms of like gender and sexual orientation. And like there are generations of people who I think are not putting those like demographic tags onto themselves. And I actually think there's so much interesting opportunity in that world. I was just listening to someone who owns a beauty company talk about this, about the fact that like, you know, when she started the company, everyone was like, well, clearly it's for women. Clearly it's for this, that, and the other thing. And she was like, well, I don't know. Why does beauty just have to be for women? Now that was a few years ago. Fast forward to 2021 when there's YouTubers from all over the world who are not necessarily women who are using beauty products, showing people how to use beauty products. Like she was so much more forward thinking. And so one thing that I want to say to you is the origin story for you and your business always stays the same. It's that you were a solo empowered woman traveling. And that's what gave you the idea and the passion for this business. But I do think that there's opportunity in that potentially you widen the reach so that it's, you want like everyone to travel. Because I also think, to be perfectly honest, as human beings, we all have that same thing. We want to experience it with someone else. We want to have a friend along. We don't want to be alone on the beach experiencing it. Well, why the F not, right? That's your attitude. Why not? So I think, first of all, you could potentially be marketing and selling to more people if you're selling to everyone, not one specific niche. I know it's hard to hear because of course, like all the products that you've done have a certain vibe, but again, it's about tweaking, innovating. And if not that you've done it wrong, but if something is not selling, there's a reason for that. And so you have to be aware of that. So that's one thing. Second thing is the amazing story that you are able, that you were just able to share with me about why someone would buy this box. It's missing on this page, on your website. Like you have the items, 
luggage tags, sleeping mask, mug, tote bag, and postcards. But that's it. Where's the story of like, I live in Washington, D.C. I know the coolest coffee shops, the best streets, the best walls for you to do selfies in front of. Like, where is that same story that you just talked about? So that's one piece of advice. You have to have the story on here because otherwise it's, it's another box. And I, I don't want to say another box, but honestly, there's millions of boxes online right now. Yeah. And I don't want to be just another box. Like, I exactly. want to be like give an experience to someone, not yes. just a box and that's it. You know, like right. I don't want to do a subscription because I don't want to fill you up with stuff. Don't do a subscription. You know? <laughs> I know from experience already. <laughs> Let me tell you, unless that you want that to be your life. And I don't, I don't think you do. This is a side hustle right now. So here's my other question. You talked about like a guide. So where is that within this? So I, I currently have just the postcards. <laughs> Okay. With pictures of DC, like the cherry blossoms, like a cultural house and the Jefferson Memorial. Okay. So eventually I want to convert that into collateral material, right? Got like it. Georgetown cupcakes with a 5% off whoever gets this box. And I, I don't know how to get to those partnerships. You know, like how yeah. do I show you, you can be on my box when I don't have numbers. Like I don't have like, mm-hmm. oh, I have a half thousand people showing my box or getting my box. So how to make those mom and pops to trust me to yeah. advertise in my box? You know, like that's why for now I have just like those postcard. Yeah. Because I okay. want to be that idea eventually to grow with marketing material. So what is it that you do? Sorry for a living again. Remind me. I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> okay. So this is a really interesting question because your brain works the way my brain works which A, is entrepreneurial, and B, very, very creative, right? So before I did this, I was in creative roles. I was creative director, directing content, directing TV. So naturally in that, most people like us are also like natural-born marketers. So what's really interesting is that you created this box, but already you were fast-forwarding in your mind and thinking, but I want to do partnerships with local businesses. And then I could do on a global scale, you know, a Paris box, a Tokyo box. Like I know that because of everything that I've read about you, that is your goal. Again, I'm going to use another example. It's funny. I've never told stories about me on the podcast, but I'm going to share this also. In the very, very first year that I started Unique, which was 2008, it was like this massive, crazy success that I was not, I mean, I sure I should say I was expecting it, <laughs> but I wasn't like, I was still like a little nervous. And LA Weekly interviewed me and they asked me this question, which was, wow, this is such a great event. Like, what are your plans for the next year or two? And I should find this article because I was like, well, I plan to start a market in Tokyo and in London. Like <laughs> I had these like giant, massive, you know, the vision for me was clear. I want to take over the world. Have I ever done a market in Tokyo? No. Have I ever done a market in London? No. And there are many, many reasons for that. But the biggest reason is that like until you have a solid business, you can't get in the way of yourself by creating these like, oh, and I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And so 
My advice to you there is that like, absolutely, you should be partnering with businesses. You should be doing all of this stuff. But at the same time, your original business model and box is broken. It's not working now. You should be able to have made, I'm going to throw out this number. You should have been able to make $20,000 last year. Like everyone was shopping online. Everyone was lustful for travel, but they couldn't travel. So here is my biggest question to you. Did it ever occur to you last year when we were all literally stuck at home, just depressed and wishing that we could travel? Did it ever occur to you that you could have tweaked the boxes and it was just to like celebrate these different places? Not meaning that you're on your way to go there or that you have ever been there, but it's like celebrating Washington, D.C., celebrating these places. But the thing that you mentioned, which was the content aspect, which is to me the most interesting, is missing. Like you've talked about content and I know that you have it and you have all the information. You know the best cupcake store. You know the bookstore. Like you've mentioned all these things, but then like haven't actually incorporated them into the box because I think in your mind, the way that you would want to do it is like professional where you've talked to the business and they're in there. You're too far ahead of yourself. And I am going to say this to you right now. The box should absolutely have inside of it some sort of guide from you as a traveler, a passionate traveler, and someone who is like just curious about everything in every city. Like you are an expert. That's how you have to present yourself. You're an expert. You have to give those people that information because now the box, which I'm going to bring up on the website again, now what happens is the destination box, which is Washington, D.C., because this is the only one you have so far. Also going to throw out. (laughs) Yeah. Like I should have more boxes and I'm like, should I put more money if it's not working? No. In my mind, in my mind, I know something is missing. Like I know, so I was like, "Yes, I'm talking with Sonia. Like you're like entrepreneur yes. mind too, and I'm always ahead of myself. How do I bring <laughs> it down? Uh, like how do I do this? Well, I believe so much in my idea, but something yes. is missing for sure. Well, you have the passion, which is the thing, and you have like you want to keep going, and that this is the point when most people stop. They try something, and then they're like, "This is harder than I thought. I don't." forget it. And they just quit. But I know you're not going to do that. And we're talking. So this is what's so great. So here's the thing. In this box, you have a tote bag, a mask, a mug, a luggage tag, and postcards. What is the one thing in that box that is unique to Washington, D.C.? Oh, everybody loves the mug, which I have it here. Everybody asks me if I sell it by yourself. But it's the flag of D.C. That is the flag of D.C.? Okay, good. Made with hearts. You know, like I designed it. It's with hearts. Got it. I did a tweak. Everybody also was asking for that mug. Who are from D.C., right? I made it. Yeah, I created like a D.C. uh, Right. But no, but I'm saying the only people that would know that that is a D.C. flag because I had no idea. So the only people that know are people who live there or have been there, right? True. So here's what's interesting. There's, again, I'm just, it comes down to story and the way that you present products. There's nothing on this page. So the only thing, I thought your answer was going to be the postcards. <laughs> I thought the unique item in the box was the postcards. 
But if it's the mug and the postcards, that's more intriguing. So here's my advice to you. Mm -hmm. You need to revamp this website and you need to have 10 cities before you relaunch again. Honestly, like some people say start small, grow small. No, because the problem is people are going to come and discover you and come to this website and you only have Washington, D.C. So you need more cities. But I think that the real, the real magic here is you and the ability to curate. And it's the magic that I have. Like anyone can start a shopping event, you know, like great. More shopping events is great. More small businesses will survive. But can they create a shopping event that I create? No. Do they have my aesthetic and my ability to curate and really find the right people? No. So that's your magic because there are other boxes that are like this. So here's my advice. The Washington DC box has the postcards. Sure. But what would be more interesting and like printing is cheap, right? What would be more interesting is if you are printing a guide right? Like that's what should be in this box. <laughs> like anyone can get a sleep mask. Not that that's not a nice item and not that having a luggage tag, like, right. But this is all very specifically related to traveling. But if I'm nostalgic and I can't travel or I want to travel, but don't have the money to travel yet. And so this again, widens your customer base, you know, the real value in there is like the places to go and the things to see. And so maybe there is a way instead of you having a luggage tag, because also like once someone buys one of your boxes, if there's a luggage tag and a sleep mask in the other boxes, there's no reason to buy the other boxes. I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> so maybe you have a, you know, like a jet setters box, getting ready to travel box. I'm trying to think of like common airplane phrases that you can have some fun with like copy, you know, like jets up or I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's the box. Like a base. base. Yes. Yeah, like a base, like to jet setter. Yes. 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 Moms that shop, (laughs) they would see this and be like, oh my God, I want to send this to my daughter who's doing a trip to Europe this summer right? It's not the daughter herself that's buying it. It's the mom who's like, ooh, this is so cute. I'm going to, you know, or a parent or an aunt or like a best friend. I'm going to send this box because I know this person's so excited about her trip or his trip. Boom. Has nothing to do with the city. This is just a traveler's box. Like get ready to solo travel, you know. Now your city boxes, I think, should be more about the items that are like nostalgic. So if this mug is the flag of Washington, D.C., great. I also think that people who live in L.A. or New York or Austin who originally are from Washington, D.C., they want this box because they now live in a city that is not Washington, but they still have love for their hometown. So like you're widening your reach by creating a box that's nostalgic nostalgic about stuff. So instead of, you know, having an item in there that's kind of a, not basic, but a generic tag, why not go to that coffee shop or like the places that you know, DC, like 
You guys know the cool stuff there. Why not go there and purchase items from them that go into that box, right? Like start to put, it's like, it's basically a Washington DC pride box. It's a Washington DC nostalgia box, but it's like whether someone is moving there, has lived there and no longer lives there, is going to travel there. This is a box that like celebrates the city. It's starting to, it's basically local love. So it's like, it's celebrating the city. And so like for Los Angeles, you know, it would be easy to be, and you can do all of this online. You can find and purchase all of these things online, or you ask someone who lives in Los Angeles, like, hey, will you help me? Like, what are some items that you would put into a box? But like that to me seems more interesting. So it's celebrating the city, you know, and then also what you get is like, here's a list of 10 things that you shouldn't miss. And it's like this printed guide that's in the box. Whether the person lives there, doesn't live there, wants to go there, has gone there, like, you know, that to me is the interesting part. And then you curate these items that celebrate that place. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were to do a Seattle box, you know, obviously you can't wholesale Starbucks because it's Starbucks, (laughs) but Seattle is like a pretty hardcore coffee town, like Seattle and Portland, uh, you know, maybe it's because it's like rainy and cold there a lot. They are like such a coffee town that it would be easy to be like, okay, so maybe I can see if I can wholesale these like stump town things or, you know, like there's ways for you to create these nostalgic boxes. And then it's not around. And I know this is why I was like, am I going to tell her all of this or not? Because the original idea was that you love traveling solo and that you wanted to like spread this like empowering feeling of traveling solo. But these, the current state of those boxes aren't doing that. No. And so that's the reevaluation. Like I can still have that story. That's the origin story of why I started the business. And now it's about celebrating these different cities with a very local lens And honestly, if I were you, also because traveling is so screwed up right now, (laughs) if I were you, I would just, you know, like you use Facebook ads, you use your Instagram channel to honestly celebrate the nostalgia of these cities. I think that currently, now that currently, things could change in 2022. Things could change in 2023 when everyone is like, I'm never going to be at home. I'm just, I'm going to be a globetrotter. But right now, like no one is doing that. So it's more like find items that can celebrate cities and places and start to market it in that way. So it's less about travel. It's like prepping you for travel or it's just celebrating a city. I think you'll find a lot more success in the celebrating of a city than the get ready to go there. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you have all the design skills to, you know, to turn this around. And it's interesting because even the name of the company, like Layover, it's such a, it makes sense. Like everyone knows what a layover is, but like in this period of time, it's, that's a tough, it's so specific, you know? So just tweak, I think you're going to have to tweak a little bit and you're going to have to let go of that original vision. No fault of your own. Like the world has changed. Mm -hmm. So just 
Yeah, you're going to need to just let go of the old version of what these boxes began with and tweak them and start pushing forward with like celebrating the cities that you love, celebrating the cities that you visited and celebrating the cities that you hope to go to. But it's like, it's bringing those cities to someone in a box. That's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, like we talked in the beginning, like I never saw much down to females traveling because in the beginning I was like, my brain was like exploring, like who do I do it? Like too many people I can aim. So I finally narrowed it down just to have a focus point because I'm mm -hmm. just like, I get distracted, you know, like ADD, <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this or that. So at least that brings me to one step, like you're doing this for that, yeah. you know, but I'm always like willing to pivot, like see what works or not. So it's not like I'm getting hurt, you know, like I know what I have to do and I know deep in my heart, like something is missing because I do believe in the idea that something is not resonating with people. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Like, so, okay, I'm going to click on, I'm just curious. I'm on your Instagram now. Everyone can see this. The Instagram, by the way, is my dot layover box. So these bath salts, so cute. So is that in the wellness box, right? I'm assuming. So again, this is interesting. It seems to me like you are good at curating items because well, the wellness box obviously had nothing to do with travel. So I was like of, to win down before you travel or after you travel because they're like small sizes. Like you right. Know, you can you can still bring it to your getaway or whatever. Well, I'm already sensing like you already have products like to pivot. So like they're sitting there in in your corner in the boxes in your room. You have sleep masks, you have bath salts, you know, you have products that are already saying like just do a pamper box. Just do a, you know, like there's different, center. yes, there's different boxes that you can create with the product that you already have. You don't want to have to buy that much new product to help sell that stuff. And then start to think about products that you can purchase in small quantities for these other cities, or it's a basic thing. Like everything, every box that you do is always going to have a mug. Every box is going to then have a food item or something that doesn't expire in that box, but from the destination, right? Like, so if it's Hawaii, then like get the macadamia nut chocolate. Like you've got to do something that is transporting people to that place. Mm -hmm. And I really think that you could potentially, like, this could be huge. Because, like, right now I'm just, like, dying to go to Paris. I don't know why. I just focused on Paris. You know, but it's, like, sure, if there was a box that had, like, a couple items from there or from cool places from there, and then, like, you know, even a journal or a pen, like, things that are general that you can put in all the boxes, and then you supplement with a couple items that are from that city. But, again, making sure to include a postcard or two that has your top places to visit like you know that's kind of still an important aspect yeah. yeah yeah because at the end I can just change the sticker because once you open the box it's hello Washington DC aloha Hawaii hola Colombia you know and that's my yes name. you embrace it whatever you open your box oh I'm going here you know like and yes just create items and wherever you go like 
that's my mission, right? And like I said, like it's hard for bootstrapping. Like, do I buy a hundred? Do like I guess I'll start doing like small quantities. Yes, no, a hundred is so many. I mean, not to not to be like, you know, but it's it's money spent. Money spent. It's not like the discounts from a wholesale perspective. It's not like the discounts get so crazy when you jump from like twelve to fifty to a hundred. You know, in fact, a lot of companies, it's the exact same price, 12 items to 100 or whatever, or 48, like it's the exact same price. So no, just buy small quantities for now. That's where you're at, you know, and reflect that in the pricing and experiment. Right now you are in the phase of needing to prove what the market wants. And as you experiment and as you kind of do that, you'll, you'll naturally start to see what's the most popular. Like with Hello Care Package, you know, the box that I started, again, I started it as a subscription box and literally a month in, I was like, no, this is never, I don't want to do this. It's super hard. Subscription is super hard. It's all like pay to play. And the margins are so small that I was like, I don't think this is a good business model. So I was willing to like admit that I didn't know what I was doing. I tried something. It didn't work revamp the whole website. Now it's just that you purchase care packages. It's not a subscription at all. And even within that, the most popular boxes, the two most popular boxes, I never would have imagined. The most popular box is called Terrific. And it's tea with two mugs and a chocolate bar. I never in a thousand years would have guessed that the tea gift box was the number one selling care package. But it is. So, you know, you have to learn from that. You have to learn from data and sales. Yeah. I agree. And <laughs> also, like, the subscription boxes, like, you have such a low margin or, like, earnings, so low. right? And that's why I started to myself designing some items instead of buying it from locals because I had to pay percentage to them. Like, you know, like, it's always like, Maybe I'll decide it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll decide this and see. They all kind of like the same look and feel like a very branded, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, boxes. So that's why I started designing each uh, item or like at least two of each boxes were designed by me. Right. So keep doing that. Like, keep doing that. Bring your aesthetic and design sense to the boxes. Obviously, keep doing that. But yes, it's, it's really in the fact that like changing the items making it more about celebrating. And at the end of the day, I didn't even know that you designed and made that mug. And I didn't even know that that was the DC flag. So that has to be communicated. You have to share that story that like, this is an exclusive mug designed by me. And this is what, you know, this is the DC flag. Like this is important information to give because otherwise I would have gone to that box and I would have been like, I don't, can I get this stuff everywhere? I don't know. So yeah. Well, I'm excited to see how you're going to be able to take this advice (laughs) and slowly start to pivot. The story aspect is the quickest thing that you can start to work on because the story aspect is really like the emotional pull and like you already know the story and you already know how to like add that to the website, to the homepage, everything. Like People need to be hearing about you and from you everywhere they are. You know, your website, your Instagram, everywhere. But then for you to be able to start to offer 
more boxes is really, really important because you it, launching something with just like one very specific, if you launch a beauty company with only one product, that's fine, but you're launching something that's very uh, like localized. Anyone can buy a lip pencil no matter where they live. But if I come to your website and it's only a Washington, D.C. box, it's like, well, what if I don't care about Washington, D.C.? Everything started as like MVP. Like, I'm just going to see if this works. But then I got so into it. Like, I just really want to do it. You know, like, <laughs> that's why I just launched it one. But right. I'm preparing actually my Hawaii box. Okay, good. Get that Hawaii box done. Revamp the Washington, D.C. box. I really, really, really think that you need to have 10 other cities like in total, you need to have 10 cities on the website. So it looks plentiful and appeals to more people. Like just Hawaii, just Washington. No, I, this is just like, it doesn't make sense to me. Add some others. And again, doesn't have to cost you a lot of money because you already have some basic products that you could kind of sprinkle in. It's more about finding that one thing that's nostalgic and putting the cards in that truly tell the story of that city. And that you can do on your own. You can write the copy, design the cards, print them and put that in. That's like the most valuable thing in that box, actually, in, I think, in my opinion. <laughs> this is being great. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I can't wait to catch up and then see where it goes and where you take it. <laughs> thank you for everything. Today's top takeaways include number one, don't be afraid to widen your customer base. If you are too specific with who you are selling to, you are excluding others and basically pushing away potential customers. So sometimes it's smarter to have a wider reach than a much, much narrow focused reach. Tip number two, do not be afraid to make changes. This is totally normal and natural. You will have to tweak your business model or your company or the way that you do business. This is probably actually encouraged. This means you're growing and you are innovating. Make changes according to what the market may dictate, what you know and learn about your customers, and even if it isn't what you originally envisioned, it's what you have to do in order to keep growing and keep sustaining the business. And number three, do not be your own roadblock or bottleneck. Sometimes in creating something that you're so passionate about and so excited about, you look to the future, you dream big, and you're thinking about bigger things and all the different details that will take to get to those bigger things. No, <laughs> you need to start where you're at and start selling products and actually bringing in revenues and creating a sustainable foundation for your business instead of launching something and then starting to think of the next thing and the next thing and the next thing in different ways that you can grow when you aren't even growing or selling anything currently. So again, again, don't be your own bottleneck. Just start, start slowly and move forward instead of trying to grab the moon like before you even left earth. 
If SOS has helped your business, I would love to hear from you. The best thing that you can do to help spread the word about this podcast is give us a five, once again, that's five star rating, and remember to leave a review. Honestly, that's probably the best way that more people will discover this great podcast. Also, remember to tell your friends. Follow me on Instagram at Sonia Rasula. That's S-O-N-J-A-R-A-S-U-L-A. And you can follow my business at Unique Markets. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure to follow. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening.